Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm Ben Nother, and I'm here with a very giggly Adam Kerju. Hello! And a, a slightly less giggly Lucy Eward. Hello! Not Hello, a given both time. Of you. Mm. More tired, Lucy. Less giggly. Lucy. Oh. Oh. We'll have some beers, cheer you up. Yay! Might make you more tired, but you know. Hey. Well, I've only been at work for one day after a free <laughs> already knackered. Nice, nice. Um, let's start off with uh, what we're drinking first each. Uh, I am going for the another Estonian brewer whose Ooh. name I can't say. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's Olenort. That oh, seems yeah. about right. I'm going with the Sassoon Rye Saison. Nice. Oh, I had that the other day. I oh, did nice. too. Ooh, 5.3%. Good stuff. Adol, what are you drinking? Um... So I, I took three beers out of the fridge, um, and I, I, and I, I was going to, to go for the Sori Brewing Session IPA, by, which is also Estonian, but given that you've picked Estonian, I'm going to switch to the Burrito Mexican Lager, made in Breyer, Brevard, North Carolina. Mm. It's brewed and canned by Oscar Blues Brewery. And that's mm. all it says. It is a beer. Four percent, four percent. There we go. Can find it. Nice. What are you drinking, Liz? I am drinking a collaboration beer uh, between Beaver Town and Firestone Walker, and it's called Westside Bevo, and it is a six point five percent lager. Nice. Another lager. Yes. Don't really drink many lagers nowadays. It's it's hard to find a craft lager. I Mm. find. Um, it's just sort of all of the attentions on ales. Yeah. Um, now, Ben, I see that you're already having a sniff. What does that smell? And or and yeah, and or and. Wow, that's that's how words work, Adil. Uh, how does and, and or, or taste mm. like? Um, smell wise, it's nice. It's it's unmistakably a saison. Not getting uh, any, anything sort of different on there. I wonder whether the rye is going to come a bit more in the flavour than it will off of the uh, off of the nose. I mean, it's... Yeah, definitely on the nose. It's just sort of standard saison, really. Flavour-wise, you're getting that kind of, like, spiced element to it. But I'm not really sure the rye's doing very much. Hmm. It's... Hmm. Another sip. I mean, it's it's there's something sort of in the background there, um, like a slight sort of bitterness which is running all the way through, rather than just kind of like a spiced hit. But that's about it. Yeah, I definitely found one I had. I mean, I don't, I only vaguely remember it because um, I wasn't. I, I was. This is, I think, my second beer of the night, and I was just enjoying watching some Rick and Morty, um, mm. and so I just wasn't really paying as much attention as sometimes I do. I definitely did not feel a very big rye hit from it. No, no, definitely not. Not not compared to some of the sort of 
like the rye IPAs or rye pales, where you can really sort of really taste. Uh, and yeah, the there's difference. distinct difference in in the um, mm. in the grain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How's how's your Oscar Blues? Um, I'm gonna show you it, and you, you tell me, does this look like a lager? No, mm, a bit darker I mean, than one. It's yeah, it, it it is as bubbly as a lager, but it is quite orange, mm. sort of orangey red. Um, it, uh, yeah, I, I as I was pouring, like, did I read that wrong? Because usually lagers of that are just, I mean, almost every lager you have is a straw colored, yeah, golden straw color, and it's not. Um, it also is a bit. It's clearly a, a lager. It has that that sort of nutty aftertaste that's just comes off of lagers not super pronounced but the foretaste is um quite uh, it's a little hoppy surprisingly Mm. um Mm. just not i wasn't really prepared for for that it's it's very interesting it's definitely a lager but it's definitely not your standard lager i'm gonna have to come back i think um, yeah once i've ruminated on it a little Excellent. Lucy, I can see your lager is mm. the uh, the straw colour. Yeah, straw colour. Completely transparent. So what you'd expect from a lager, but this is probably one of the nicest craft lagers I've ever had, to be honest. Ooh. Um, oh, wow. You're not... When when you think lager, you're probably thinking, oh, Carling, Carlsberg, all that mm. dense, heavy stuff that you can have probably one of and that are so carbonated you probably can't have any more. Cause, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, this one is really light. It's really crisp, um, and it's really fruity. It's got like floral and you know tropical notes, and you get that in the taste as well. It's like as fruity as you'd expect an IPA to be. Um, really? Yeah, you're getting a, a lot of mango, um, and it's sort of like elderflower as well. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's 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 weird. I've never had a lager like this before, but. Um, because, yeah, you don't really typically get many lagers over in the States. They're very um, particular and usually just brew ales. Um, yeah. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, this is a really nice co- collaboration beer. I, I'm actually quite surprised by it. But, um, yeah, it's really nice. It's like it's like drinking elderflower. It's got that sort hmm. of look to it as well. And it's uh, nice. slightly hoppy as well. But yeah, it's just a really light, refreshing lager, and you don't usually get many of those. Good, good. Really good. Oh, I have to start looking at Was that just picked up in the bottle shop? Yes, it was. Excellent. Ooh, I, I, I thought when I pay myself, it does. At the, uh, during this week, I'm going to take a little trip oh, yes. to the, uh, to the bottle shop to treat myself. <laughs> this is why Excellent. I only pay myself at the end of the year. So yeah. I did that <laughs> every, every month or so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, uh, because I know you've been playing it, Adol, um, and I know that you own it, Lucy. But I don't know if you've been playing it. Let's talk about Sonic Mania. Mm. Yeah, I, am. I, I like it. it. <laughs> does it? Uh, the only the only question I really want to know is before the title intro. Does it just go Sega? Because mm. if it doesn't. Okay. I'm, I'm going to delete it off my switch straight away if it doesn't say that. Oh, I think mm. I 
think you might be disappointed. No. Really? I really don't remember that happening. I feel like I would have been quite giddy if that happened. Post-podcast caveat. It does. Oh, well, I guess the trick it's, there if I it guess it's um, a collaboration it's not... between a few of the in- indie devs. Yeah, I mean, Sega that's the big thing is it's not. Gave the... It's mm. more blessed by Sega than mm. made by Sega. Yeah. Did yeah. Sega publish it? I must they have, surely. did publish it, yeah. yes, but they didn't make it. Yeah. Um, which is also, I have to say, a great move on their part. Mm. Uh, having, having experienced the Sonic 3D sort of redo that. Um, Proof of concept for uh, first level that sort of was the beginning of this from at least the primary developers um, um, sort of internet fame from it, uh, and then it sort of he teamed up with a couple others to to create this more um, this fuller realized game. Uh, I, I, it felt like Sonic then, and it feels so much like Sonic now. Mm. Um, Sonic, how you it, remember it, not how it actually yeah, is. It, yeah, it is. It is a 2D side-scrolling, speed-based Sonic game with that harkens back to Green Hill Zone, Casino. You know, all 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 those. Specific, it's very much a uh, Sonic Two slash Sonic and Knuckles yeah. experience, um, mm. and that's why it's great. Um, you can play you can play save files as Sonic, Tails, mm. Sonic and Tails. And Knuckles. Oh, and cool. Literally play the whole campaign as those different characters. I've not tried Tails okay. by himself. Yeah. But Knuckles, for example, has a slightly... Because he does his glider move, mm. the actual level is different. The, the Green Hill Zone level is is, is, uh, is the only one I played as uh, Knuckles because I was just like, no, I want to play Sonic and with my buddy Tails, um, uh, you know, proper Sonic 2 style. But it, they, they, it's not just sort of a cosmetic sprite change. Yeah. Um, which is super interesting because it sort of changes the flow of the game, uh, the yeah. level. Um, yeah. When you're Knuckles, you can't just speed run through because there are certain parts of it that you need to sort of glide through, and and to, that means you need higher ground and sometimes you need to jump up towards to get it. Um, they also have um, the ability while Tails is coptering in, say if you outran him, you can jump yeah. up and grab onto him, and he'll copter you yeah. around for a bit. Which is um, a nice, uh, nice touch to make the alone Sonic versus Sonic and Tails experiences slightly different because there you can get around certain parts of levels um, if you have Tails that you won't be able to if you're just playing a Sonic playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it takes it, it, it does simple things with the 3D yeah. engine, like um, if you get hit and all your rings fly out of you, they will fly in all all directions. Mm. Oh, that's so cool. they'll become bigger and smaller and go into the background and f- hit yeah, you in the face um, and sort of really give you that um, the, the, the usefulness out of a 3D and a 2D platformer. And it was does just that, like, oh. Does that mean that you can't collect all of the rings that you drop? You've never been able to do that. Have you not? <laughs> no, they so only sort of drop 20 rings or something. away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, uh, even just left and right, if you go left, you'll they'll fade away before you can get to the right ones. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that's changed much. From what I recall of the original Sonics, you, you'd be lucky if you if you if you had a hundred and you got to fifteen, you did a really good job of recollecting. Things. Yeah, so it's always yeah. been a super diminished returns thing. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing they've done graphically is instead of having just one plane in the background, there's multiple, so you get a sort of 
movement in multiple directions gives nice. you a little more sense of depth. Yeah, it's a simple thing, but that, that works really well. Yeah, Lucy, did you end up starting it up yet, or no, is that still I on your to do? But yeah. from what you've said, um, because you know all the reviews came in, and I was like, is it really gonna be that good? Because I haven't played a Sonic game since. Might have been Sonic and Knuckles, might have been Sonic Three. I don't know, a long time ago. But I have, yeah. I have a lot of nostalgia for those games. But mm. it's like it, it, it's when you go back and play it. Like I played the collection that came to Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. It's like you know, it's pretty. The music's good, but in terms of a platformer, it's not the best. But um, but even still, like. You know, it's good to have Sonic back in a good way. I'm just glad I missed a good 20 years worth of Sonic. So it's like I <laughs> yeah, came off on a high point and, you know, I'm glad this is a recaptured the magic. But yeah, props yeah. to Sega for, you know, licensing out Sonic. I mean, to be honest, they had to because he was, <laughs> he was dead in the water anyway. So it's like, well, and to somebody who can competently is... make a good Sonic game. A shrewd marketing and, and business move because yeah. they're making money on it, and also they're coming up with their own redo of Sonic this year. Yes, they are. Now, is that a freedom? Now, or? yeah, it's, yeah, I'm not playing that then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the the real question is, how many people will be sort of? It's going to be so bad. That's the funny thing. It's yeah. going to be rubbish. Will they be it? like? Because it's apparently got some 2D platforming, some 3D platforming, and some sort of fighting. Really fighting like <laughs> uh, like attacking enemies versus just speedrunning platforming elements. And, it's gonna be bad. I um, bet it's gonna be that's bad. That's not the game that they've done well in the past. So yeah. it it'll be interesting to see how much goodwill they 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 uh, will have earned. You know to, what they should sales wise af- after this Sonic Mania, they should just let Sonic die now. Just let him die. I think that's how they should make it end. You know how. Um, yeah. Fuck it, uh, Mario Two. My my ends with a dream sequence. I think, <laughs> I I think Sonic Mania should should have ended with, with the like this is him, flat his life flashing before his eyes and his memory is sort of unreliable, which is why the levels aren't quite the same. <laughs> and it's right before like Robotnik has shot at him and his life flashes before his eyes and that's mm. the game you're playing. And then he's like, oh well, that was my life. And then. Laser beam burns into his skull. Yeah. yeah. Or he just runs into a pit of spikes and then that's it. Send him. Yeah. Oh, why didn't I hold on to one grit, one ring? Ah, oh, damn it. I'm so <laughs> stupid. You find out that Mario's just been dreaming it the whole time. Yeah. Oh, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, what are you playing it on? Uh, I'm playing it on El Switcho. Wait. Cool, cool. Which is El a bit of a betrayal to my, my Sega youth. Mm. Well, well, but, we all know uh, how it's that also, ended. I think, a great platform for it. The fact yeah. that I, I can play it in bed, and, yeah. and because it's a, you know, it's like an old school Sonic game. I can play a level and then stop, and the autosave will be fine. And I don't have to write down a sixteen-digit alphanumeric code so that I can tell the system what I was, yeah. how many rings I had um, going into that level. Yeah, if you look on the Switch charts as well, it's charting as number one in the. Uh... Sold um, games, so yeah. Really, I'm not, I'm not surprised surpri- by yeah. that at all. I mean, not Nintendo I, has yeah. been playing the nostalgic game for quite some time, and yeah. of course, it, this is a pure nostalgia buy. 
the fact that it's really fun helps a lot. But like, yeah. you're not gonna think in, in before, especially before the reviews all came out praising it. It was m- very much a you you have to have good feelings about Sonic to even think about buying this. Yeah, I, I think maybe um, a lot of people for this game probably waited for the reviews before yeah. they picked it up. And I, I, I would Im- yeah, I would imagine it's going to be the same with the with the next Sonic game. Um, but Sega have done really well at being more of a publisher than actually being a developer. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, I don't, they they published like the Total War games, um, uh, Creative Isolation. Assembly. Um, did they do Alien Isolation as well? Did they publish? Oh, they might have done Alien Isolation actually. I don't know if they published that. I can't remember. Ooh, but uh, you know they, mm. they they've kind of got some goodwill there, uh, you know, with the games that they're publishing. So hopefully, building off of that, building off of you know your your thoughts on Sonic Mania, how sort of how good it is uh, in terms of it, be, it being a good Sonic game. Uh, you know, hopefully they kind of learn from that and think, well, if the Sonic game we're developing isn't gonna hit the the level. That Sonic Mania does, then fuck oh, it, just terrible. can it, just yeah. just get it, yeah. just get it gone. Like, but we'll we'll see, I suppose. Yeah. I'd like It'll to still uh, sell I, some copies. Yeah, yeah, it will, it will. I'd like to definitely give it a a, a go with you playing the uh, sort of like the two player uh, Sonic and Tails run through. That'd be cool. Yeah, I haven't actually even looked into how that works. I'm presuming you can. Still control tails in the background um, with a with a Joy-Con. I would think so. And you have the classic where your the second player just disappears off the screen because Sonic's then, way too fast and yeah. just dies <laughs> off screen. But also, tails isn't in any way important whatsoever. But that does mean tails is immortal and can kill all the bosses while you hide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only that's how it actually um, happened. The, I mean, the, there's also a series of of special zones uh special modes like um you have the when there's start when you hit the lamppost that um is sort of your checkpoint oh yeah um if if a bunch of stars start circling it you can jump into the stars and then you do the um basically you're in a grid and you you're you hit forward and you'll go forward until you change directions and you're trying to uh basically you approach squares of um all blue circles and you have to turn them all blue uh, you have to touch all the blue ones to turn them into red and in, in such that they oh. encapsulate each other and they become rings and you do that throughout the level until you hit a red circle, a red sphere and then that'll teleport you out and it's basically just a, a standard sort of special it's a zone. Stage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they also yeah. have the they have those and they have the be the giant ring in certain um, levels Oh yeah, you find it and then you go into a special zone to collect the Chaos Emeralds. Thank you, the Chaos Emeralds. For some reason, I was going to go Chrono. Wait, that's not right. Um, the Chaos Emeralds, and the first one, uh, I, I got the first level has one, and it's really easy to find, So, which I think is a great also design move, because then you know that minigame exists mm. by mm. virtue of your playthrough. Like, you'll just sort of bump into it. If Like, a natural speedrun, a couple times I ran through that level, and I just kept hitting that special zone, so it wasn't like I had to go somewhere else. Nice. Um, cool. But it's catch an alien spaceship and you're sort of on a track circling it and time's going down and you have to hit the right um, the right power-ups to, to gain speed and also gain time mm. and you basically have to catch up to it and then you'll automatically get a, K- a Chaos Emerald. Oh, um, right. But it was 
it takes a little bit of work, um, and you have to sort of instead of um, because you can't really control your speed, you have to like hit mm. jump at the right time to do cornering and stuff. Mm, mm. And so it had a unique challenge, um, but felt very much speed Sonic based, and it was like it was a good little change of pace. And also, that's the only way you're going to become Gold Sonic, which is you know one of it, the keys to a Sonic game. Super Saiyan Sonic, yeah. yeah. It's interesting that they've gone with different special zones than just rehashed the previous sort of iterations of them. You know, whether you're bouncing around a rotating level in one, or you've got that kind of like half pipe well, style. So, so the rotating level one level. In, in one, I think that's basically the same as the one I was poorly describing with the um, the checkpoint lamppost. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure whether the one you're talking about was a was Sonic Three. Uh, Sonic One was you, you bounce around sort of like a constantly rotating um, sort of two D level. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That that, that turned oh, yeah, into basically Casino Hill. Yeah. Or Casino yeah. Hill. The Casino, casino Zone Hill. sort of <laughs> really had had um, uh, was built off of that same dynamic. You're right. It's not the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The that level three. did my head in. It'd be cool if they maybe in for some of the special zones later on, you know, you get maybe the Sonic Pinball level. Yeah. Or Sonic, Sonic and level. Mario at the Olympics or, or the meter where, dash the level. Where Sonic level where you can be angry Sonic who can punch yeah. things. Everyone will want <laughs> that level. Or the one where you're his alligator mate or the bumblebee lad or something. Oh god. So no, who these characters are. Bringing all the extended universe. No, let's not. Oh my god, the fact that you just <laughs> referred to it as an extended Excuse me, extended universe is amazing. Um, I also will say that there's definitely hints of caramel and plum in this. In Sonic or the beer? In Sonic or the beer? The beer. The plum was the, the taste I couldn't quite track. Um, I thought those were sweetness. Sonic side characters. Yeah. The extended yeah. universe. Only in fan art. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, so. There is an entire um, sphere of Sonic fan art Let's revolving not around him this. being pregnant. <laughs> pregnant Sonic fanfic. Look it up if you haven't, folks. No. Yeah, try and avoid it if you can. Yeah. You won't be able you to. You can. Like, like, it's, like it's something that you, is always rushing in front of you and you have to dodge out of the way. Yeah, avoid the it if FBI you can. The FBI will contact you if you do. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Um... Before we, uh, uh, I'm I'm out of beer already. Oh, um, I'm jump on the second one. But before I do, I'm going to very briefly just uh, tell you what I've been playing because it's not been very much. Cause I've been a busy, busy boy. Have um, you been playing um, building architecture 2017? <laughs> <laughs> I have been doing some of that. So yes, I've also been sunning myself on the beach 2017 simulator, very nice. which has been oh, very no. good. Uh, but I managed to play a. Uh, like five rounds of the Call of Duty World War oh. Two beta. Ah, uh, it's a pile of shit. Oh, I was really <laughs> hoping not to hear that. You are you are literally the first um, piece of news on that game. I've sort of not looked into it at all. Um, so, can I ask what makes it? Is it a standard COD game, and that's why it's a piece of shit, or is there something sort of more? It feels, to me at least, it feels very slow. Mm. Um, really, which which you kind of expect going from you know like the advanced 
warfare and infinite Infinite. warfare and and those kind of like slightly more sped up a little bit more kind of vertical um iterations on cod but but uh, i recently played um call of duty 4 modern warfare remastered um because because alex has it so we we had a couple Mm. of rounds of that uh and, and that feels like a very good version of modern warfare but the the World War Two version, the the newest game, just it felt slower than that. All right. Um, really. I don't know. I, I was playing it through remote play on my oh. laptop, but I um I hardwired in to the router. Mm. So there's obviously a little bit of lag between my machine and what I'm receiving. But yeah. it wasn't just in terms of things like reflexes. Um, and and you know air, air control just, input lag. Yeah, it it just felt slow. Um, I, I think that's got a little bit to do with the um, with the size of the maps. I was sort of I, I felt like I was constantly chasing people and never really getting into any action. Are you uh, describing it, Battlefield or? I was, I, was, I was literally saying this is what COD people complain about Battlefield. But yeah, because like, that's Battlefield why I don't play Battlefield. Battlefield is not like that. Battlefield just isn't like that. Battlefield is not a slow game. Right, but this is what pe- this is what a lot of this is what people like me deniers. say about Battlefield. Yeah, yeah. I hate Battlefield yeah. multiplayer. I can't stand it. It's slow, and yes, I'm running halfway across the map just to get sniped by somebody <laughs> six miles away, and then I spawn in a car. Somebody Wait, you drops spawn in a, a bomb car. on it. I don't know. I play. I hate Battlefield. <laughs> well, it's, like Adol, you and I played Battlefield a few nights what? ago before I yeah. before I went away, uh, and mm. it COD just felt just Slower? so so much less mm. than Battlefield. It just didn't give me anywhere near really the same experience it. that Battlefield mm. gives me. So, okay, so, so I don't know. When you say that, um, I mean we're a little spoiled because we play battlefield together yes so um and inevitably one of us becomes the squad leader and we usually people end up following orders if they're consistently put out mm-hmm. uh, and i think that does change the battlefield experience quite a bit plus it does um, yeah tanked up um veteran listener bob thron is often playing with us as well yep. now do you think that would change a lot of your experience with COD? I guess I'm not quite sure where the slowness is coming from. So, I guess, sorry, let me take that back. I'm going to overrun my own question with another question, which is, um, <laughs> can you just tell me straight up map sizes? Battlefield tends to be described as the one with bigger maps, and you're saying that you felt like you were running, or chasing the fight in COD? Yes. War one? It, um, what's the map size, like, one-to-one comparison? Like? They're, they're, they're small. They're tiny. Really? Um, think about so think about Battlefield and the um, is it Domination not Domination the game mode on Battlefield where you're uh, essentially playing like a team deathmatch there's no vehicles yeah. you're on a smaller portion of the map uh, the COD yeah, map felt COD maps felt zone. smaller than those as well okay um, they weren't anywhere near as open they're very uh, um, very yeah. small sort of Closed maps with a lot of buildings. And it, it just, I, I don't know, I, I kind of felt that maybe the other players on my team were, were popping off a few kills and players, you know, I was running towards where the action was and suddenly the opposing team were, like, just spawning on the other side of the map. 
So I'd run across the side of the map to try and chase the fight. And then I'd run across the other side of the map to try and chase the fight. And I just never felt like I was in the action. Mm. Um, I did jump onto one of the other game modes, which is kind of um, like a... Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's you essentially hold... Uh, a position. Oh, hard There's point. three positions across the map. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or d- domination. I think that's what they call. Yeah, and so you're holding those. I think. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been domination. That's mm. what they they call it on COD, perhaps. Yeah. Um, that I definitely felt a little more part of the action. Mm. But even then, I still felt like it was it was slow. I'd run into a, a, a space, try and take up a position, and. Mm you just kind of have people, uh, you know, like running into the arena and just spray bullets towards you. Mm. And you kind of just don't have the the, the room to sort of like manoeuvre or or you just can't quite turn quick enough to... Do you think think they've taken it in the opposite directions? Because basically everyone complained that it's it's too fast-paced now, everyone can jump everywhere... And use their jetpacks mm. and everything in all these futuristic Call of Duty games. Do you think they've gone to? Yeah, we're taking it back to World War Two. But if you, do you think they've gone so far in that direction to appease fans who missed the more well in terms of you know s- slow, methodical, plodding Call of Duty? Not that it mm-hmm. ever was, but just slowed it down. But they've slowed it down to a point where it's just not even fun where it just feels very purposeful and very I don't know very very not fun <laughs> yeah yeah for me for me definitely mm-hmm. uh, they've, they've constantly been throwing out the term boots on the ground yeah and and it's almost like they've taken that extremely literally yeah and that your boots are constantly stuck <laughs> to the ground <laughs> It's muddy out there. It's off. muddy in yeah. World War Two. You know? Maybe that's why it's the slow because yeah. it's just so muddy <laughs> everywhere. Do you think I'm it's just... something they could balance better, or do you just? Oh, think definitely, is... definitely. Okay. So, I, 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 I think it. It's not just movement speed, and, yeah. and I mean, I had my um, my settings tuned up to like eight on the um, on the look movements. Mm. Um, it, I mean, it that, starts yeah. you off on like three. Okay. So I, oh, wow. I banged, yeah, I know, I banged them straight up to eight. Uh, I think you can go up to ten. I didn't go any further than eight. But I um, uh, see that's the problem. If you can't go up to eleven, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, there's another beta weekend coming up, so hopefully I'll, I'll yeah. get a, a little bit more time with it. See if it feels any different. See if they've done anything different yeah. with it. Because this makes was me sad. Uh, uh, if it's yeah, you know, yeah. It's gone too far in the opposite direction. Because yeah, the last I want just black ops again. You know, I, that that was my perfect Call yeah, of Duty. I completely so, multiplayer game. I think I'm gonna ask, and I know the answer already. Bops remastered? Would you buy it? Yes. 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 In a heartbeat. Yeah. I'd line up for it outside I, I, of Argos. If I had an envelope and a note, I would have written in a heartbeat, knowing that that exact <laughs> turn of phrase was gonna come up. <laughs> Um, and by that Absolutely. I mean I'm going to edit this episode. No, I'm not. That's too much effort. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to our next beers. Yes. Um, I am going to be drinking the Pohala dun, dun, dun. Must Culled Columbia Coffee Porter. 7.8%. Oh, I almost grabbed that, that today. <laughs> and then I was like, no. Mostly because I thought, uh, given that there was a Pohala in, in the most recent... Um, 
Beer 52 shipment to me, and yes. it was ha- almost half of the previous month. I was like, oh, I'll yeah. take a Pohala break. I'm glad you did, and now I get to hear what your thoughts are because there are, it's a very strong strong probability doesn't have strength. There's a high probability that I will have it later tonight. If nice. Yes. nice. Well, I, I haven't had a porter for ages, mm. Mm. so uh, I thought this would be perfect following a saison to, uh, yeah. to look at. And this, this finishes my Estonian beers. I have no more from this. No more? Oh. No more. Lucy, what have you got? I have. It's another Beaver Town beer. Ooh, uh, okay. This time not a collaboration. It's called Preacher Man, and it is a peach and apricot wit beer. Mm, nice, I've seen it. I've seen that. Preacher yeah. Man or Peacher Man? Oh, Peacher Man, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Peacher Man. Yeah, and it's uh, 5%. Nice. Uh, Ada, what are you drinking? I'm drinking. Uh, I thought I'd give a shout-out to our American listeners by... Uh, um, again, that's the other reason I grabbed the North Carolina beer, because... Uh, uh, is the Sierra Nevada Tropical Torpedo IPA 6.7%. Nice. Um, this American craft beer is a living product. Best stored cold and enjoyed when fresh. That is, in fact, the only real uh, flavor text. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it, Sierra Nevada we've had a, a couple few times, but we're all mm-hmm. big fans of their IPA. It's a standard in bottle shops yeah. across the world. And uh, I thought uh, we'd go with the tropical one, given that we are on the tail end of summer. Nice, man. Nice. Um, so this this porter, mm. it's it's lovely. Yeah. It's very it's very sweet. That's a very nice flavour. Getting a it, like the coffee in it isn't overpowering whatsoever. No. It's very subtle, mm. but it's just there. There's kind of like this just just slight roasted kind of tint to the the, the sweetness. Um, I've got. I'm, I'm drinking it slightly chilled as well, which kind of I think is is making it maybe a little bit sweeter. It's almost like it's more towards a, a, like a coffee milk stout actually yeah. than a oh, than a porter. So, but this is this is very nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. From mm. The uh, mm. beer fifty two box. Mm. Very nice because you know you don't have many breweries um, brewing stouts at this time of year. So yeah. No, not so. Having, having the odd stout. It's, you know, like yes, it's the spot. Yeah, or porter. Yeah, yeah. or porter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally held back my smart ass comment for like seven <laughs> seconds, and my brain was like, "Oh, just say it. You can't handle not saying it. Just fucking say it, dude." I appreciate it. <laughs> you start to twitch very slightly because it hasn't quite come out yet. Uh, how's the beaver sound, Lucy? It's it smells like a whip beer. It looks like a whip beer. It tastes like a whip beer. Very nice whip beer. Um, mm. Really refreshing, really clean. Just cleans your palate from all those other beers that I had today. Um, yeah, I don't know. Was it you, Benny? Says you don't like peach. Yes, uh, yeah. peach flavor. Yeah, uh, it's quite so. it's quite understated in this. I mean, okay. I feel peach and apricot—they're not vastly different sorts of mm. flavors for me. So um, I don't know if I'm getting more of one and less of the other, but. Yeah, you can you can slightly taste the peach and apricot, but yeah, it's quite it's quite subtle. Um, but yeah, you're getting quite a lot of fruit in it. It's a really nice whip beer, to be honest. But um, I don't know. It, it just it, there's nothing that stands out to me for this for this beer. But it, you know, more than good enough uh, whip beer. But you could just grab a Blue Moon and 
have pretty much the same flavour. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's pleasant. It's nice. 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 Uh, Arrow. How is the tropical torpedo? Um, it's definitely tropical. You're getting those those tropical fruits right off the top. Um, the hoppiness and slash um, bitterness is is quite understated, given that it's still an IPA. Which um, we've sort of commented throughout the summer that that seems to be a growing trend in in craft IPAs. Mm. Um, it's just uh, this sort of toning back the. Um, sort of in-your-face bitterness yeah. and I think that is um, does it I think that it works really well with the tropical fla- flavors um, you're getting some mango um, mm. and you still have that hoppiness and that, that bitterness but it's coming almost at the same time as the fruits and then they mm-hmm. all sort of slide away with with a sort of slightly dryish mouthfeel um, yeah. So you're sort of encouraged to have more, but you're not sort of dried out fully. But in the end, um, I think the sweetness of the sort of passion fruity, mango-y, tropical um, flavors are, are happening at the exact same time as the sort of um, strong hoppiness, which mm. uh, usually you sort of have a give and take. And I really like the fact that these are happening at the same time. Yeah, well, well um, balanced, I thought. Yeah. Um, and and and, 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 and and you can be well balanced and take turns, but this is one of the few times that I've seen them sort of come in as a unified flavor and leave mm-hmm. as a unified flavor, and I, yeah. I'm quite enjoying it. Mm, nice, nice. So, Lucy, hmm. you haven't played Sonic Mania. What have you played? I've actually played games this time. Woo! It's, been, it's been a while since I was last on the pod, so yeah. But I actually should play some games. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, this is the only reason you play games. Games are still for children. You just <laughs> yes. have a, a responsibility yeah. as an adult to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get exactly. it. But I played a few games. I played a few games, obviously. I'm not going to go into them because it was a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um, I'm just going to say thumbs up, thumbs down. Played okay. the Dark Side Detective, which is on Steam. It's a oh. point and click. It's um doesn't take itself too seriously. It's quite comical. Um, decent puzzles, probably about three hours long. Really good oh. pixel art. Um, check it out. Nice. I played the Little Acre, which is also a point and click. Literally takes about an hour. Um, it was made by somewhat an Irish team. Animation is beautiful, sort of like John Bluth sort of style. And I think oh, they spent mm. all their budget on the animation, which is fine, because <laughs> it literally only took about an hour, and it was, you know, quite by-the-numbers point-and-click adventure. Um, okay. But still, if you got a couple of quid and it's on sale, pick that up. Oh, what else? I finished Platoon 2. That's mm. great. The single player. It's good. It's dead to you now. Great. I'm still playing a lot of the multiplayer. Like, every few That's... days I'll pick it up. Coming from you, that's a huge um, selling point yeah. that you mm. hate it's just, multiplayer. It's just pick up and go, and I don't have to talk to anybody. I was gonna, Brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's you are the exact demographic for Switch multiplayer because you don't yes. want to deal with chatting about and talking to people, and the only <laughs> yeah. way to fucking deal with and Nintendo to have made it impossible to do that. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Well, no, you can just get. Like a splitter and a Y cable and um, a cell phone and an app and, and four thousand cans with strings on them. <laughs> yeah. 
Ask NASA how to put it all oh, together. and, and two pigeons. <laughs> if you don't have those pigeons, it's not going to work. It's the, it's the string in the tin cans that yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to struggle with, I think. Uh, the pigeons' yeah. names, ironically, are Sonic and Tails. <laughs> <laughs> but more recently, as in yesterday, I started two iOS games. I think they might be on Android as well, but two mobile games. Um, one is called Pokemon Light. Go. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> Always putting me off track. <laughs> one is called. Hey, there's a reason why on other podcasts I'm known as the derailer. Uh, it's not because I'm a bicycle part. No. But the game I played on iPad, which is also oh. on iOS, uh, um, iPhone, sorry. Yeah. And it's also on Steam. It first came out on Steam. So I first learnt about it, but it um, came out on iOS, I think, a few weeks ago. It's called Line Light. Not Limelight. Line. Line. N. Light. Yeah, N for November. Line Light. And it's basically just a puzzle game, but it's kind of hard to explain. Um, basically, on the trackpad of the iPad, uh, you just keep pressing down. As you press down and move in different directions, this line, hence limelight, follows you around. And it's just basically solving these different puzzles. Um, sometimes because it's staying on this one, sort of like a train track. You have to stay okay. on that. So sometimes uh, you need to hit a switch, and then part of the track comes down, and you can go past um. it. And Mm. All these different mechanics are. I think I'm. I'm only on the third world out of six. But mm-hmm. each world, you know, it it introduces a new mechanic. So, um, like on the second world, um, when you press down on the pad, uh, not only does your character move, but a sort of enemy character moves, and you have to move them in tandem. But you can't oh, okay. touch that sort nice. of line, and you have to solve puzzles with them and everything. But um, yeah, so I imagine. Every yeah, it's a bit hard to wrap your head around. But if you watch like YouTube video, it's, you get it instantly. It's, you, um, you're kind of like a light on a line, and you have to yeah. m- navigate a sort of line track that is uh, like a track that has multiple different sections, and you can take different routes around it. Is that the idea? Yeah, yeah. And it's like instead of like having you know one screen is one puzzle and that's it over level level over, it's continuous. So you solve one puzzle, you keep going. And it just flows really well. The music's, you know, really good. It's really relaxing. Hmm. Um, the puzzles, um, they're easy so far, but that's because I'm only on the third, third out of six worlds. And, you know, they do ramp up and you do have to, you know, think about it. Um, if you die, uh, instant reset, you can go again. But, hmm. um, but, yeah, it's a really relaxing, pleasant pick-up-and-go game. Nice. Um, it's, yeah, definitely um, check it out. Mm. It's a it's uh, one seventy nine on the Android store. Um, it's like six ninety nine on Steam as well. Uh, really? Which is so expensive. Gap. Yeah, it's you. It's, you'd think uh, it's the other way around. Usually, it's higher on um, iOS yeah, than it is on yeah, Steam. Normally. So, so I looked it up, and it's um, six pounds ninety nine or uh, or ten ninety nine Canadian dollars. You get the OST or something. Um, on Steam, which is insane compared to one seventy nine or one ninety nine, which are the two prices on Steam 
or sorry, on on Android rather. Yeah. Uh, now it says it offers in-app purchases on the Android store, and I'm just wondering if you bumped into any I of those. That's not like a I've life restriction anything. or anything that no. would justify selling it at like a sixth of the cost. No, I haven't seen any of that. I, I paid the one ninety nine. Not seen any of that, and I'm on well free, so. God knows if there's extra levels after that or extra worlds and you pay for that. I don't know, but I think I'm probably oh, going to have my not. fill after six worlds. And right. It's got the probably the best integration of um, rating. You know how iOS always says, you know, pops up a notification. Oh, yeah. oh do you like this game? Please rate it. You know, get, some, yeah. get the ugly text box in the middle of your screen. Yeah. And you're just like, no, cancel. In this, uh, after every world, or after f- every few levels, when you drawing your line, instead of going to the next puzzle, it goes to basically this list. How do you rate our game when you can go either one, two, three, four, or five stars? So it's integrated into the game in much... Oh, oh, that's, oh that's interesting. Yeah, that's super it's, interesting. Yeah. It's the nicest way of seeing that integrated rather than just a... Ugly notification on the Well, especially if that's sort through. of like you, if you're already used to traversing paths through towards other levels. Mm. Yeah, and you can just go past it, or you can go. Okay, so there is a there is a zero. That's good for NA. Well, you just carry on. Yeah, carry on. Nice, nice. Through the top, but yeah, it's it's a really pleasant game. Uh, nice. Quickly... I've just bought it on your recommendation. Oh, that's good. Not on mm. Steam, right? No, on Android. Yeah, no, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's just one of the I, I think I might buy it as well. I, I think um, that might be the, the exact thing yeah. I need uh, on my upcoming flight. Yeah. Mm. It's got mm. good reviews to Canada. For me, I'm mm. not going to obviously play it on a flight. It sounds like the perfect toilet game. It is. Same, same. <laughs> Cannot confirm or deny I've played it there yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, quickly another iOS game I've been playing is Frames 2. I don't know if either of you played the first one, Frames. No. Really I don't good game. even know what it is. Well, how I explain it to people, which is the most unfortunate way, because it's a really good game. Um, one of the best games on on mobile on iOS. I think it came. the first one came out two, three years ago maybe. Um I describe it as it was Hideo Kojima's favourite game of the year it came out. Oh wow. Because everybody overrates that man for some reason I don't know. Mm. And it's like, (laughs) oh if Hideo Kojima liked it, it must be good. Well in this Or or it's just a movie thinly veiled as a game. (laughs) It is actually. To be honest. (laughs) It's sort sort of like a film film noir, you know, uh, kind of detective kind of game. It, it doesn't really have much of a story. Basically what it is, is it's a puzzle game and uh, you have a few set of tiles on each uh, single level screen. They play out, so this detective is walking along, goes across the first uh, pane or the window, and then on the next one he runs into a guard or something. Um, so basically you have to switch that tile and replace it with another one. So in this occasion, he nice. walks along, he goes into a door, and on the next pane he comes out of the door, which is behind the guard or something like oh, that. Oh, so it's like it's like kind of like um, hmm. comic book panels out of order, yeah. and the yeah. puzzles like giving the right timeline. Yeah, precisely. And you have to um, switch them out and get the right outcome. So right. he evades the 
guards evades the guard dogs, this and that. But yeah, it's, the animation's really good. Uh, the music's like jazzy, film noir kind of music. Cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a really it's a really good game. And I mean, the first one, I think it, you know, flew under a lot of people's radars. And mm. I mean, if you can, I think that was free on iOS not too long ago, actually, before the second one came out. So I think that would have got quite a few people on it. It was like I, Apple's free app of the week or something like right. that. Mm. Yeah, and then Frame Two came out. It came out a couple. Maybe a couple months ago, and I've just got around to playing it. But yeah, really nice. cool. It's good to, to people know, who so, go on. I was just say for people who want to know, Framed is currently two eighty nine okay. on the Android store. Framed two four eighty nine. Ooh. So uh, I, I think I'll start with <laughs> Framed. Yeah, yeah, that's that's quite the it. difference. I mean, I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. Um, Framed the first one. Um, it's probably about two hours long, if that. I don't know. It depends okay. how, I can't remember. It depends how quickly you get through it. But um, straight away on frame two, I think, you know, the difficulties, it, it ramps up straight away. So I think okay. it's for people who play frame one, understand so, the concept, understand the idea, and can just jump into it. So nice. kind of like room two doesn't really, like, it kind of assumes you know the, yeah. the some, some of the techniques that room one had right off the bat. Yeah. Cool. As an example cool. of a mobile series. Cool, cool. So, Ben, what was your favorite beer today? Oh, definitely. During the definitely. podcast. The Pohala. The must-cold-Columbia. Coffee pours. Yeah, the Estonian one, yeah. Uh, the Ooh. coffee pour, definitely. <laughs> it, it, yeah? It's, it, it's, a, it's a really good beer. Um, it, it definitely hit a, a, a spot. That, that kind of hasn't been itched for a while. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lovely beer, lovely. Uh, uh, Lucy, how about you? Two Beaver Towns this week. Yeah, two Beaver Towns. Um, I'm going to have to go for the collaboration one with mm. Firestone Walker. Um, I mean, the Peacher Man. It's a, it's a really nice uh, whipped beer. You know, slightly sweet, slightly salty. Hazy. Really refreshing. Clean. That's just it. It's just a nice whipped beer. Sure. It's nothing new. It's nothing exciting. Standard whipped beer. But the um, the lager from Firestone and Beavertown, I mean, that's like no other lager they've actually tasted. Because it was, you know, it, it, it smelled like a lager. It looked like a lager. It was clean. It, it, you know, it was, you know, transparent. It was, it was light straw coloured. It looked and smelled like a lager. And I was like, oh, God, what's this going to be? And then it, you know, just completely subverted my expectations. It, nice, it was, nice. It was. It had so much fruit in it. Like, you could just get the mango in the smell and then in the flavour and the aroma and everything. And, yeah, it's, it, as I said, it was like drinking an elderflower, but it was beer. Hmm. Perfect. It was really nice. Perfect. Um, Adol, from the two beers that you had, I know which one I preferred. Which one did you prefer? Um, so I will say that the Burrito uh, was a very unique lager experience. Um, it definitely didn't look like a lager. It smelled kind of like a lager. Tasted-ish lager-ish, but not quite. But it still didn't have enough going for it. I, the Sierra Nevada Tropical Torpedo was definitely a, the better beer for me. Um, mm. 
and it, not just because I prefer IPAs to lagers, but also because it did something with an, a tropical IPA I hadn't had before, which was this this really refined, uh, nuanced melding of the tropical and the IPA. So they happened at the same time, both when they appeared and disappeared, and they, they felt right together, which mm. um, I just haven't really experienced before. Like the, whatchamacallit, um, from Newport, the club... Um, of tropical. Club Tropicana. Yeah. Club Tropicana. It's a great uh, tropical uh, beer that sort of... But it definitely... It's great in that it's sort of... The bits and pieces take their turns, and that's really exciting. And um, this tropical torpedo was like, oh, the bits and pieces can actually just be kind of brilliant together and go away Mm -hmm. together, and this is just one taste. And usually when I have sort of one presentation taste beers is because it's their one note and this was sort of like a chord in in, in musical oh, terminology. Yeah, yeah, nice nice yeah. way to describe it as well. Yeah, nice. aren't you fancy? <laughs> I just say it's <laughs> nice. Yeah. So right yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Um yeah, good. so it's the Sierra Nevada Tropical Torpedo for moi. Pour moi. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, if you'd like to tell us what you've been drinking this week what you've been playing this week what beers you enjoy what games you enjoy you can do so in lots of different ways we are at tankedup underscore cast on twitter tankedupcast at gmail.com for those long form emails we have a facebook page tankedupcast we have a youtube page tankedupcast we are of course <laughs> sorry why, it's just, why you that, that youtube me? page is, is so neglected and out old of and neglected <laughs> yeah but you can go you can go back to the beginning of uh, of the tanked up experience and, and basically and see only what we the were like at the start it was an episode 27 the last time we posted it's like Probably a time capsule yeah, yeah. year one <laughs> essentially yeah 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 uh, we are part of outoflives.net go there look at articles listen to other podcasts if you have time and you definitely do rate us on itunes it helps you should do that also tell your friends yes that's another Ooh. good way uh speak to people you know who enjoy beer and games and spread the word uh, Adol is at the Omniarch. If you want to talk to him on all of the things, and Lucy is Juicy Loose Nine. Yes. On consoles and some such, apart from Switch, uh, at Beer Resistible yeah. and on Tap. Nice, yeah, nice. Uh, at Beer Resistible underscore. Yeah, you're getting better at this. Nice, yeah. <laughs> or Indie Marathon at Indie Marathon on Twitter <laughs> as well. You know, talk to at beer resistible underscore oh, about games. You, talk you to Indy Marathon about beers. You mentioned Untapped. Um, if if they didn't, if they want to talk to Lucy and uh, uh, us slash you mostly, could could they find us on Untapped as well? They could. Uh, I believe they have to search for the only beer and game podcast in existence, that's, or just tanked up. Probably, yeah, so I don't remember that, what. That's the name actually is. patently untrue. We have mentioned Hobbs <laughs> and Heroes before. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, I think that, they're that still around. Actually, I haven't looked in, but yeah, that app is basically just to see how much we of are. an alcoholic <laughs> both me and Ben are. Yeah. That's um, exactly what it is. Yeah. Occasionally, so, I, I I chip in, but you, they're usually just check-ins. So it's like Ben yeah. is teleporting somewhere random, and and or just drinking a lot more beer than he is. <laughs> um, we've been tanked up for another week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ciao. I really couldn't handle saying that, but like you were sipping, and I know you got to run, so I was like, oh, nice. I'll just say the thing. <laughs> oh, this feels completely weird and awkward, and I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs>